Welcome to Truth Talks Podcast. My name is Nicole Queen, author, speaker, writing coach, editor, and publisher at Vision Publishing House, but most importantly, ambassador of God's truth. If you enjoy real, unfiltered, and authentic conversations that address the hard truths in God's word, then you're in the right place. So make sure you're in a comfy spot because it's about to get up close and personal with our featured co-hosts and invited guests, where we will discuss topics centered around stewardship, discipline, wellness, identity, and healthy relationships. After the show, let's continue the conversation in our Truth Talks community. Connect with us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram using our Truth Talks podcast handle. But for now, let's talk truth. Hey, Truth Talkers, welcome to another episode. This week, we're back again with the wonderful Steph. I'm so tempted to call her Chef Steph, y'all, but she's going to get me. This week, (laughs) hey, girl. (laughs) This week, we are talking about defeminization. Did I say that right? Yeah. Defeminization. You you nailed it. Nailed it. Boom. See, we've been working. We've been working. We've been working on it. So what would you call, well, let's just hear from you. What is defeminization, Steph? I mean, I think anything that takes away from or dumbs down your your feminine nature, mm. your femininity. Yeah. And so since we're still on the subject of do not be conformed, mm-hmm. females, I feel like, are being pressured to conform. Yeah, always have yeah. been. You know, they probably always have been. Um, it's a lot of raunchiness trending mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. um and I, while that does that does have a great element of femininity it's not a virtuous femininity Ooh. you know what i mean it's Ooh. not the type of femininity that we want to exemplify right mm. as believers so yeah it's kind of like yeah it's feminine but it's like eh, ratchet feminine yeah, and I like how you said that because usually when I hear defeminization, I think, oh, you're trying to make a masculine. But then on the flip side, you're being, you're not really being a lady. You're being a harlot. Yeah. <laughs> a harlot. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And that's the I mean, nice babe, way of saying it. Seriously, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is. I mean, you see what's going on in culture. Oh, yeah. So us not being conformed to that. And not um, embracing the defeminization. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more so on the team tradition. You know, mm-hmm. tra- I'm, a tra- I'm on team tradition, meaning that I take a traditional apo- approach, and I believe that that works. I believe that that's God's way, and I believe that God's way is perfect. Absolutely. When we, when you really come in contact with God's man, mm. and I don't mean, I don't mean like even in a romantic setting necessarily you know what I mean just like brothers and Christ, like you you naturally yeah. come for you can rest in your feminine self or you yeah. I don't want to say energy I, right that's a weird word that's a nowadays right, right, you right, can't right. even say energy nowadays but you know what I mean yeah. like your feminine energy just like who you are like we have we are innately designed from within to be yeah feminine yeah and it's, and I love it I just gonna say like, I love it I love being a girl like I love it you know what I mean yes 
And it's a classy and beautiful, <laughs> respectful way to yes. do that. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's not necessarily what's in the forefront nowadays, but... Listen, that's another thing that makes us peculiar Mm -hmm. because you are virtuous. You do have standards. You're not showing everything and shaking everywhere. So it's like, you know what I mean? Showing and shaking. You naturally stand out just because you're not doing any of those things. You know what I mean? Like you wear a whole shirt, like none of your skin is showing except for your arms, your elbows, maybe. My wrist. Oh, wow. You're like, you're you're like a unicorn nowadays, you know? Somebody said that recently. Like, oh, wow, you don't curse. You must be a Christian. Really? That's the reason? Really? Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm. T- that's what she told me. I, that's just like regular speech. Exactly. You know, I said most, no. I, I so. like to use words that actually have certain meanings, and mm-hmm. not just curse people out. Like you know, just yeah. Everybody's cursing, and that's just not how, like you said, with tradition and just, just it's not God's way. I mean, it's just simply stated, you know. Um, but when you talk about defeminization, I think about identity. Mm-hmm. I am who God has created me to be, which number one means that I will stand out, which means because I am peculiar. Right. But the thing is, you're trying to take me away from who he has called me to be. If I'm a female and females have natural characteristics and natural traits and just things that we're not forcing ourselves to do, we just are. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, we're not saying every female got to go get her nails done and go get her hair done. Right. But certain things you just may desire to do. Like you don't want to. I mean, I, I may get in trouble for this one, but you may not want to roll around in the mud and all that stuff. I mm-hmm. don't know. I, is that a feminine thing or is that a... I, I mean, I, I think it's really, it just, it's really personal. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a personal preference thing. Do you have girls that embrace certain um, activities or things that would be deemed masculine? Yeah. Or, you know, like girls who are into sports, per se, like, for example. And I love right? sports. Volleyball, golf, tennis, right. they, women. They're considered, you know, like, you know, back in the day they used to call them tomboys. Or, you know, uh, girls that weren't, they didn't look very feminine or they weren't, you know, the girly type of girl, you know, a girly girl. They would be, you know, considered tomboys because they were into sports or they liked to race or they may have just had a lot of brothers or something. So yeah. there were a lot of females around for them to play with. So, but different, different things and different circumstances for different people. But I just think that um, there's an agenda to defeminize women and emasculate men. Uh. Yeah, and I know you were telling me, if you don't mind sharing um, about a situation that you were in. Um, oh, at work. Yes. Yeah. So okay. my line of work is um, would be by the world standard. You know, it would be themed a man's job. Yeah. Or a more masculine type of job as an officer, um, an armed officer. Um, that's not. I mean, there are many women. <laughs> military and otherwise, yeah. you know, that are officers in different respects of the law or the military. But um, it isn't something that um, is you're, where you're allowed to express a great deal of your femininity. I mean, naturally, our physique, obviously, you, you know, you know a woman when you see one. Um, but as far as like accessories and um, jewelry and that sort of thing, it isn't allowed. Even the way you wear your hair, it must be pulled back. It must be contained fully, you know, not even like a ponytail swinging or any, you know, anything like that because it's considered a safety hazard. So these things, um, depending on where you work and what the standards are, um, they contribute to defeminization because, mm. you know, you're not allowed to express yourself in a feminine way publicly 
if you walk in this position. I've become accustomed to it over time because it's a job. I look at it like a role. You know what I mean? When I'm done with that and I'm off, then I can be who, you know, I can wear earrings. I can wear bracelets or, you know, whatever. Um, And I do understand the safety hazard aspect. Um, I think some of it is a little bit extreme. That's what I was going to ask you about. Is it really that extreme wearing studs in your ear or wearing a ponytail or is that really a safety hazard? Well, studs, no, I don't think. Actually, police officers are allowed, like actual police officers. I'm not a police officer, but police officers are allowed to wear studs. I am not. So it's just, I guess it just matters like what, Mm. If it's private sector, if it's military, if it's but law, it's the same safety you know, state though, law. so it's like it should be. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, bad but guys, the same bad guy that approaches you versus them. I mean, a ponytail so I do agree with because do, okay. if somebody can control your head, okay. they can control your whole body. So, so if you have a ponytail swinging and I grab it, I can control your whole body. Okay, so because you're gonna go you wherever your head, head goes, right? Why did they tell you to shave your head. No, 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 no. Because a no. bun, you can control that too. Grab that big thing on top, pull a head. You can't control the person's head. I mean, with a I bun, guess it's less likely, you know, oh. to you know, because a pony's like you can literally wrap your. Depending on how long it is, you can grab sure. it or even wrap your hand around it. I'm thinking about a bun, so, like, <laughs> yeah. I think you know. it'll be more difficult to, you know grasp yeah. and and maintain control of, of of a bun than a ponytail but either either way yeah. you know it's just like but i understand these though. things yeah i understand yeah, the these general. things are are you know their policies and procedures that i mean their policies and standards that are put in place for your safety and i do get that but i don't think it should matter like if i wear pink nail polish that's what i was gonna like, ask what difference Let's does it make these nails. like that doesn't make me Let's any more or less of an officer or or being able to effectively effectively do my job mm-hmm. and perform the duties um that i've sworn to to uphold that my, my nail color okay. has nothing to do with that right. but you aren't allowed to wear certain nail colors either I think I don't think military. I don't think they're allowed to wear yeah um, they gotta do clear polish at all or French, any colors. So um, and I get it. The uniformity they the want military. It's, a, it's a certain look. Right. Even even in private sector or in government, uh, federal. You know, I get that. You know, they want a uniform look. Um, but I really don't think it has anything to do with the, your ability to perform your, no, not you safety. know, your job, Red your nail polish to do a job. Yeah, you My nail polish doesn't red. have anything to do with that. You know what I mean? So superpower in the color. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, and I do feel like the more we were talking a little bit about how uniformity and how when people look at you guys i guess they Mm -hmm. want to see that everybody looks the same Mm -hmm. and so i guess it's easy for them to say okay well women can't do this 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 anyway we want to make them wear what are those things that they put on their chests or the 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 vest the the vest that makes them look flat chested and it's Mm -hmm. like you almost look like a male from a distance Mm -hmm. like it (laughs) i I don't understand that well i mean they they do have um, female vests that come with like a cup in in the inside of it, so that it's kind of curved. Car- it's like a, okay. a you know a cup kind of carved out in it, as opposed to a male vest which would be completely flat and it would it weighs you down. Mm-hmm. I've worn um, one of those before. Long yeah, <laughs> and they are heavy too, so they do press. They're designed to press, um, and they aren't made for women. <laughs> so uh, we just recently were like there are a lot of companies private companies who don't even you you wear male everything 
male mm. pants, male shirts. They're like, what number? What shirt? What is? What's your size? And I'm like, large. They're like, no, what number? What's your neck size? I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know my neck size. Yeah. I don't wear collared shirts like <laughs> um, that. Don't come in large, extra large, or small, or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, um, so there's a lot to that. You know, you can go Agenda. pretty deep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not against uniformity, and I understand compliance. Okay. Especially for safety reasons. Definitely for but safety. But I just feel like yeah. uh, some of it is a bit extreme. Yeah, and I know that um, with certain companies, especially private sector, like you said, they can kind of make up their rules because it's like these are in our bylaws. This is what we, this is what we, how we govern. And even I think of some restaurants, like I'm mean, hate to throw it out there, but like Hooters, mm-hmm. they can't. You can't call it discrimination because they set the standard for how they want their waitresses to look. Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'm saying as an example, you can't say, oh, well, she didn't hire me, or even like, well, flight attendants, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to fit up and down the aisles. And mm-hmm, they say mm-hmm. it's for um, the abilities to do the job function. And I get it. Planes aren't but so big, so I mm-hmm. kind of can get that. But if someone says, well, I gained 10 pounds, they fired me, you can, is it discrimination? Not really, because mm-hmm. they told you up front. You need yeah. to be this size to work here. Right. So I get that when people put certain things in in, in um in writing or they make it out front, uh, make it known up front. But so I say all that to say that I get that private sector does have a certain ability to kind of dictate what they want in mm-hmm. a sense, but the agenda behind it is what I question. Well, yes, uniform, <laughs> but why do I have to look like a man if it has nothing to do with my safety? Yeah. That's my question. Yeah, um, we used to be. Um, I work in private sector, um, but for the fa- for you know for the feds, so the feds is who governs. Mm-hmm. Who these these policies are put in place by the Department of Homeland Security. The company is just responsible for making sure that. We're in compliance. Oh, okay. So it is. We're adhering to those federal standards of uniform, and they have inspectors. You know, so you plain clothes. No, they 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 they're uniformed inspectors. They come around and um, check your posts. (laughs) Uh huh. They check. You know, just to make sure that your credentials are up to date and that you're in compliance with the uniform standard. And you know, and they also are advocates in a sense too. So if you have anything, any gripes about your company not being in compliance, but for you know to be a federal standard, then you that's your time to voice that as well. Then you know you got the union and stuff like that. But I said all that to say that. Um, the standard is something that you sign up for beforehand. Mm, just you like got, the you're totally knowledgeable <laughs> of the fact that you aren't going to be able to wear your hair down on your back, not while you're on duty. You know what I mean? You can, you can have it, but you have to wrap it up. It can't touch your collar. It can't go past your collar. Mm. Um, you know, the earrings, no, you can't have them. You can't wear them at all. Not even a stud. So it used to be something that is no, the the rule used to be it can't be bigger than the circumference of a dime. Um, but then they did away with that. So it's just like no earrings at all now. Wow. Of course, no, you know, no colors in your hair that isn't a natural hair color, meaning black, brown, or blonde. Um, your nails have to be subdued um, it, in color, meaning what they consider to be neutral. Neutral colors by their standard is flesh tone, white, clear um and like a nude pink 
Um, so nothing, you know, too loud or noticeable, I guess. That's the that's the idea. But, yeah, you just learn to deal with it um, or, you know, find something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you have to well. find something else, you know. So. I think every job has those type of policies and dress code standards to a certain extent. It's just right. a little more extreme when you talk about, like, a public service or a civil service type of position, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, that just comes along with the territory. But you brought up something earlier that I think is really, really good though. Um, so we, we, we explored how it looks when our femininity kind of goes the direction of feeling like you have to look masculine. And I get sometimes safety reasons then other times, like you said, it's a bit extreme, but what about when our femininity is opposite of a virtuous woman. Like you said, getting kind of pulled in by the world standards and now you're doing these raunchy things, dressing certain ways that are not feminine-like, not Mm lady-like. They're (laughs) harlot-like, like like we said. So that's what I mean. Like if you, we we just can't be conformed, period, to the world standard of anything because (laughs) what is is raunchy (laughs) to us is not raunchy to the world at all. You know what I mean? So if we are um, considering ourselves to to be, you know, believers and virtuous women and wanting to adhere to modest practice modesty. and dress yeah. and, and demeanor even, because modesty is a personality Absolutely. trait. You know what I mean? It's, it's not just how not you, just you dress. Mm-hmm. You know, it's either you are or you, you aren't. It's in you. And if it's in you, then... It shows up on the surface in the way you dress, the way you talk, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, I think that (laughs) it's just one of those things. You are going to be, like we said, peculiar in the last episode, and that's fine. Um, And defeminization is something that I just, I, I understand that it's a part of what I have to do um, for what, the job is at this time okay and if i'm not okay with that then i can always choose to do something else but this is the standard that for i must adhere to for this line of employment you know what i mean and um and so yeah it's just become that so you're more so saying like it's not changing you as a person it's no. just you have to conform in a way for the job but it's not challenging your ethics or anything of that nature it's just I have yeah. to look this way for these comply, few hours I have to comply but I'm not, not, conform, but I'm not conforming but comply, comply. yeah right. absolutely right. just like if you were a lawyer you wouldn't go to court with teens on <laughs> you know what I mean you right. represent you would put on a nice suit absolutely. or you know at least um, at the Respectful. very least yeah. like you know a casual Slacks um, or something. Yeah, like business casual, at yeah. least, at the very least, yeah. if not a suit. I say a suit. I but, always say suit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So it's just like one of these things. Now, you aren't made to do that, but right. it's a representation of the company or the firm that you work for or even just you. Yeah, yourself. You're going to be respectable. Um, respect exactly. Yeah. You know. You're going um, looking like a hobo. Judge not going to take you seriously. He gonna, it may even hold you in contempt because you just look disrespectful. <laughs> you know? You know, with a ripped up t-shirt. Like, yeah. uh, counselor, excuse it's me? It's just one of those you know? being in the world or not of it type things. Yeah. I'm in this uniform, but I'm not. That's good. Uh, even though I might, you know, it may be masculine in appearance. And if you're a woman, you're a woman. 
It's going to exude. You know what I mean? Like femininity is just something that if you got it, if you're, if you're, you have it, you have it. You can't, you know what I mean? Even when, when people try to, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I mean, Mm -hmm. we see a lot of that nowadays too with (laughs) females who are, you know, more into um, the masculine appearance. They have, they have a more masculine appearance or they want to portray a more masculine appearance. They still have feminine traits. They They still have feminine features. Um, so it's just one of those things where if you're a woman, you're a woman. You know yeah. what I mean? And, it'll, and it'll, it'll show, but being able to express yourself femininely, if femininely. that's a word. <laughs> so if like it should be one. Femininely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but just, you know what I mean, just being comfortable with being a girl and, and, you know, dressing and looking like one. And I know sometimes people, for reasons that may or may not be as a result of, their choices. Sometimes women don't feel feminine. They may feel feminine inside, but they may not feel feminine because they may have weight issues or they may be too slim. And people may say, you look like a a skinny boy and and don't have these things like girls have, or they may be too big and they may feel like, well, I'm not getting the attention that I want. Like that, Mm -hmm. I know sometimes can challenge a person's femininity. And they may feel like I am a female, but no one sees me or likes me in my state of femininity mm-hmm. because I don't look. That's why identity is everything. Yeah. It's imp- I mean, like, it's imperative that you know who God says you are. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, you know who you are as, in terms of gender. Absolutely. You know, you're yeah. a female. You know it. But I mean, like, just God says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know what I mean? Oh, like, just really embracing that and believing that um, regardless of what the world standards are, what other people say. And I know that's easier said than done. We've all had our struggles with certain insecurity. I believe every woman has experienced mm. some form of insecurity. To some degree, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've never been thin. I've never been slim. So I've always had an insecurity about that growing up, you know, um, being heavier or, you know, just um, not being feeling attractive because I was I was a, a heavier girl or I was thicker or whatever the case may be. But now it's great to be thick. Like <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, so you get like, older, you get you come to appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, I'm just keep this is this is transparently stuff, right? <laughs> so I mean, you know, you come to I like I like my I like this. I'm filling out, you know, yeah. and and it's and it looks good, and you you can still be feminine and beautiful and um and not be you know excessively exposed yes that, that, <laughs> that to me has always been the 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 ticker if that, if that makes sense um the the showing all the body part just because you got it don't mean you got to show it that's, yeah that's if, if you got it it's going to show it, there you go i mean honestly i mean especially like I, if we're talking about shapely women if you have it there's a way to dress it that doesn't have to look because you can't hide certain stuff mm, it can. just is what it is you got Unless them you hips you got them hips girl you know yeah. they're gonna you know protrude yeah even if you have a, you know it's just well, it's, it's, it is, is no. what it is but <laughs> like you like we said before yeah. modesty is not just clothing it's the personality. It's your personality yeah. is a characteristic trait. Absolutely. If you possess that, it's going to show. You know when you see someone who's modest. Yes. Um, and they're dressed appropriately, or what we consider to be appropriately, right? For for a woman or a single woman or a believer or whatever the case may be, a mom, a wife, whatever, versus someone who's shapely and they're attention seeking. 
you know, you, oh, yeah. we know the difference. It shows. It shows. Um, it's in your attitude. <laughs> it's in the way you walk. It's in the way you, you your your clothing, of course. But it it, it just comes. It just comes out you of you. Yeah. yeah. Even how you carry yourself <laughs> in the room is consistent. Yeah. Modesty yeah. is consistent across the board. It's not just oh, I dress this way, but oh, I'm so super sweet and nice and modest over there. You know, like, okay, you go to an office and everybody mm-hmm. has on half-exposed shirts and stuff. You're kind of like, hmm, but you want me to take you seriously. But all y'all naked in here. So it's kind of <laughs> like, it's it, it just, just not consistent, you know. Mm. So I definitely agree that uh, modesty is definitely a personality. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a consistency across the board. And sometimes maintaining your femininity when it's challenged may be hard but i like what you said it's a difference between conformity versus compliance yeah you're complying yeah, because you're being paid to, to do a service mm-hmm. to do a job mm-hmm. and this is a part um you know complying with these standards of dress is a part of you maintaining this this job um and so if you want to remain employed <laughs> with that yeah. particular agency or in that group or job or whatever you have to comply with the standard right. of dress. And that's, like I said, yeah. it's just something you either going to do it or you aren't. Yeah. And like you said, if it's something that challenges you ethically, you can choose to work somewhere else. You know, we always Absolutely. have that choice. Absolutely. So God, I've never come to that place, yeah. but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate right. to walk away from something that compromises my, my moral standards Absolutely. or, you know, And of that's course. the key distinction because some people feel like, well, I don't want it to change me. And I, Well, they can choose to leave. But like you said, it does not make you feel feel like you have to conform it's a choice right and you're okay with where you are but if it push you too far you're like all right i'm out yeah you like know? the like how you said the shave your head thing yeah that's that's a deal breaker for me i'm not shaving <laughs> my head for a job i don't care what's going yeah, on let's cut uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. and i know we're not supposed to be you super this, superficial <laughs> but no i'm not shaving my head yeah. i care about my hair yeah, absolutely you know, I, I mean i care hair. about how it look you absolutely. know how i present myself i'm not I wouldn't feel feminine if I was bald-headed. Personally, I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. (laughs) And I've had pretty different types of haircuts, but and I felt feminine with all of them. Like, my hair is cut pretty low now, but and I still feel feminine. But um, And I don't. I don't know about the buzz My shoulders, I don't feel feminine. Really? Just me personally, yeah. Personally, I don't So if your hair is shorter than your shoulders, you don't feel feminine? Because I've always had long hair. Always. Wow. So who are you without long hair? We not that's time for a whole nother day because that's something that I'm still working on. Lordy, lordy, I'm still working on that I, one. I was really surprised. Wow, okay. Yeah. For me. Yeah, because I've cut my hair up several me, times. I feel like a boy, like because of the way my really? face looks. I feel boyish when my hair is short. Now, what? Now, granted, now, you know, because sometimes you walk around the house, I don't always have earrings on, so I'm just like walking around with my hair mm-hmm. short. Now, if it was styled a certain way, like the little curls or the little, yeah, you know, I mean, like a little Holly Berry look. Different cut, looks. That's different. I'm sure that's okay. But if it was just like straight I don't know, shaved, I because, like a low cut, like, yeah, a, like, like a guy? Yeah, I wouldn't feel yeah. comfortable with that. Yeah. yeah. Like an Amber Rose type cut? <gasps> oh, yeah, that's very short. That's very yeah. short. That's, very, <laughs> that's ooh, like, my blood yeah. pressure just rose. Okay. <laughs> that's very short. Lord Jesus, please don't let my hair ever fall out. Please, Lord. I don't want alopecia, Jesus. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, but that 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 would that would that would that oh. would make me a bit uncomfortable. I know I'm still feminine. I just wouldn't feel that way because for me, I feel like I look my best when my hair is long. That's just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. But I'm still feminine. I just strongly don't like it. 
I think you you could you could adjust, especially if it's something beyond your control, like yeah. alopecia or Ooh, you know different else. types of. We're um, gonna pray right now in the air. Oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. No Lord, I need y'all to unite in prayer with me. No I mean, alopecia. You, you can Nicole. always get a weave or a wig. Or, you know, there's other. You want me to take my other ways? Wig off, like a you know. Oh, she, like she was free, she took her head out. You would take her wig off. I, I didn't. I, I saw something about that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't look into it, but I saw that she was. It was that she. It was hot or something. It was slipping, so she was like, "We just take this thing off." And oh, okay. She was preaching. She's like, "It's not going to distract me from my message." Listen, I'm gonna just keep on preaching. Look, the word got go for her. If in her it. strength, Glory. and her wig, wig cap thing underneath. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about my issues, y'all. We ain't here to expose Nicole's issues or her her truths. Mm-hmm, let's talk about <laughs> this is true talks. We're gonna, talk, we gonna talk about some other stuff. We're not gonna talk about my hair <laughs> issues, but just know that that's I. I think because I haven't seen myself that way, mm-hmm. and I'm nervous to see myself that way, and because I'm not my face sometimes and my cheeks are kind of puffy. I just feel like I would look so weird with short hair. I don't know why. I just... <laughs> and I love to jump. I like I like to try different things. A lot of my so, friends do too. You know, they love to I'm try just, different oh, things. You know, diff- like, different eh, looks. Eh, eh. <laughs> so my anxiety goes through the roof. I'll be like, uh, can we try something else? But not that one. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. Um, but it is it's really something to think about though when you start to think about what makes me feel feminine. Like we know we're feminine, mm-hmm. but Feeling what you know is not always the same. Mm. So, mm. I know that's wow, a that's whole, interesting. Yeah. I, well, um, I do, for the record, feel very feminine even when I'm dressed in uniform, just because of how I. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm feminine. I'm a woman, right. you know, and <laughs> I know that no matter what I'm wearing. Yes. And that shines through whatever yeah. layer of clothing. I think that it's I'm, the hair for me. That I'm wearing. I can wear whatever I need. Sweatpants, clothes. As long as your hair, hair is. It's for <laughs> me, it's always the hair. I don't know why it's always the hair. <laughs> it's just, and I'm not saying for anybody else. I'm just saying for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even mm-hmm. when I used to work as an officer, they used to tease me and say, "Oh, when Queen come in the booth, she gonna wipe everything down. It's probably gonna have some sparkle somewhere." I'm like, "Is it my wife?" Because I used to have like little glitter, like sometimes mm-hmm. around my mm-hmm. eyes. That was before it was like couldn't wear nothing but I may have like a little sparkle like here or like you know mm-hmm. just from a bracelet I was wearing whatever you know and so they like it's gonna be clean and maybe some sparkles or you know I always have my little lip gloss on mm-hmm. with a little you know just whatever yeah I think there's and I spray little... my little air freshen and all that they be like oh, this smell like queen been in this booth <laughs> it's feminine in here you know so they always you know it just yeah they yeah. just knew they just knew it was me yeah. and I knew who I was um, but I think I, I think I could wear my hair out at that time. I don't th- I don't think it had to be short. Mm-hmm. I can't I think I can't remember um, where I was exactly, but I don't think that was a rule back then. Mm-hmm. We were man in more so government buildings, mm-hmm. and so it was just more so allowing people who were authorized on and off site. So we didn't have any of those because um, outside people couldn't didn't even know the location of the site. So you had to have a certain <laughs> clearance to even get to the building mm-hmm. to know where you're going. Um, so, because from the outside, it looked like a, uh, um, I can't explain it, but it's, 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 I didn't even fully know all of it. Um, but, and I don't want to say too much, but, you know, um, I felt comfortable in that uniform and mm-hmm. I was able to have my hair a certain way and nails and stuff. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. anywho, mm-hmm. I thank you for your time. Absolutely. I know we could definitely talk on and on about this because femininity is just one of those things that I feel like when you're a female, you just love to talk about. 
<laughs> femininity. It's just comfortable. It's fun. Like it's just kind of. I mean, it's if you're natural. comfortable with it, you yeah. know, you gotta love the skin you're in. And I know that sounds so cliche, but yeah, if you truly believe that you are a creation of God, which we all obviously yeah. are, yeah. and you're made in His image, and you are fearfully and wonderfully made, I mean, yeah, just really believe in that and yeah. embracing whatever um, flaws you think you may have. Or whatever, overcoming whatever insecurities that you may have. Mm. Like, I've just really become comfortable with who I am. Mm. You know what I mean? And like I said, I love being a woman. I love being a girl. I am, you know, a girly girl. But I have, like, a roughness to me, too. So, you know how, you know. We're going to talk about that in in a couple couple weeks, a week or so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you coming back next week. Oh, you thought you forgot? No, I mean, like, we're going to talk about, okay, (laughs) okay, let's do it. We got some more to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to wrap this one up, and we'll see y'all next week. Because we're going to, well, I can't say, oh, let's tell them. We're going to talk about Girl Boss next week. Ready, Steph? Boss up. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank (laughs) you for joining, True Talkers. And we're out. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to Truth Talks Podcast. If you have feedback or want to chime in on today's episode, you can engage in dialogue with us in our community group or message us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. In our community group, we discuss the show, build community, and engage in meaningful activities. So feel free to connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. And always remember the words of 1 John 3:18: Let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. So join us again next time as we talk, walk, and embrace God's truth.